Good morning, I'm Steve, one of the church leaders. I want to give you a really warm welcome to our online gathering. As I talk to you, I'm standing in my lounge at home, social distancing, as Boris has asked us to do. This situation may be affecting us in, in many different ways. Some people are really stressed. Others anxious, fearful. Others bored with not much to do. Others are struggling with a sense of captivity, not being able to go out. And others are actually really enjoying the time alone and are planning to do all kinds of funny things. One person we know is planning to learn Russian. There are, of course, in the midst of all these problems, some amazingly good things happening. Incredible generosity, for example, over 400,000 people volunteering for the NHS. New friendliness from strangers as people actually smile as you walk past them. Families spending, families spending a lot of time with one another. And it's shown that out of that, families have sweet spots. Quality time comes out of the quantity. And of course, we're developing an appreciation for those that make us stay alive the unsung heroes of NHS staff, the delivery drivers for food and medicine. And of course, it's given us a fresh appreciation for community. Sue and I have loved that we've been able to be on a WhatsApp group with our home group. And it's been such fun, banter, prayer, understanding, encouragement. And if you'd like to be connected with a home group in this way, please let us know. It's important at this time that we support one another. And another good thing that our environment is that our environment is benefiting from the low pollution levels. If you don't believe me, look at this picture of Slough. It's like a desert island. And finally, Boris has managed to do something that no one has ever managed to do. He's managed to stop the DFS sale. It's good to laugh, isn't it? Sense of humour is a very powerful tool. The Bible tells us in Proverbs that a cheerful heart is good medicine. I have prepared a sermon in our current series about the cross entitled How the Cross Shows Us the Justice, the Justice of God. But I'm not going to give this talk here today, but you will be able to listen to it online. So if you're looking for something a bit deeper, something with more Bible content, but yet incredibly inspiring as we see something of the nature of our God, Look out for it online soon. Instead today, I felt it was more important to speak directly into how we might be feeling in this crisis. For me at this moment, I'm pretty stressed at times, especially in front of a video camera. No, actually, I'm pretty stressed because work is stressful trying to do it from home. With its intensity and the changes that we have from day to day. But yet I know that God can help me and can help us. 
whatever way we're feeling. Paul says that he can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Paul knew when he was in a hard place and in a good place, yet he could say that. Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in times of trouble. And Romans 15 says that God is a God of hope, that he would fill us with all joy, and peace as we trust in him so that we overflow with hope and so that we can live differently in our present crisis not under the circumstances but over the circumstances as we get our attitude in line with Jesus who could sleep in a storm and command it to be stilled with this in mind, I've decided to share 10 tips for maintaining good emotional health in this time of self-distancing and quarantine. And I think they're good for general life too. Most of the ideas come from a wise pastoral friend. So firstly, we need to create a routine. A routine is really good for your mental and emotional health. It creates healthy boundaries, lets your brain know there is a purpose to your time. It also helps you to feel powerful in a time when there is a lot you can't control and as you get to decide what you do with your time. Oh, time for my run. <laughs> Exercise number two. In this time, it's really important to do your Boris exercise, your Boris walk that you're allowed. It's good. It's really important for your physical health, but it's also very good for your mental health. Keeping your body moving. Find, choose what you're going to do and put it into your daily routine at the same time each day. If you'd like a suggestion, Joe Wicks is doing a 30-minute PE lesson on YouTube at 9am Monday to Friday. And he's also got lots of other workouts for all ages on his YouTube page, if that doesn't work for you. After all that exercise, I need to change my clothes. Yes, I think you do. If you're working from home, or school homeschooling, wear clothes that normally wear for those activities. For example, you might wear a tie, somehow or other. And then, when your work day is done, you change your clothes. Really simple, but I know that works. It cues your brain to think, now I can rest. I'm no longer working. I've tried it. It really does work. Now, I'm going to hand over to Sue. Who's lost her notes? <laughs> right, okay. So, which brings us to tip number four. Limit your screen time. You see... In this time of social distancing, what we don't want is social disconnection. Um, but 
all our using of technology to keep us connected. We can, we can overdo it a bit and we can spend all our time looking at Facebook, communicating with friends on screens and then it goes into watching Netflix and watching TV and we just spend hours just in front of a screen and it's not good for our brains, it numbs them. Um, instead, it is much healthier for us to spend time doing things to enable us to engage with other people and to engage with ourselves. Things like conversation, who knew? Board games, um, hobbies. Now is the time to learn Russian or Polish or Chinese. Write that book. Um, Steve has actually taken up a new hobby. He saw a lone tomato in the fridge. And look, he has turned our lone tomato into lots of baby tomatoes. I think he's a natural at this horticultural business. Um, new hobby for Steve, new interest, all very healthy, takes him away from the screen. So I thought I would have a go at this. So I thought I'd grow something else that we needed. So I'm growing toilet roll. But as yet, not so successful as the tomatoes, but I'm still hoping. Okay, so tip number five, go outside when you can. Even if it's just standing at your doorway, looking at the sky is so healthy because it reminds you that it's not just you alone, isolated indoors. There is a big world outside and uh, it helps you get things into perspective. So take some fresh air, go outside. Tip number six, set boundaries with the news. We do need to keep informed and some of the stuff on, on there is important at the moment, but we all have a threshold of how many media updates we can take in a healthy way. So perhaps limit your news intake to five or 10 minutes of global news a day. And for whatever time that you spend listening to the media, make sure that you balance that up by connecting with Jesus in some way through prayer, Bible meditation, Bible reading. Get that healthy balance so the news isn't feeding more into your mind than Jesus is. Tip number seven, find gold in the garbage. In this time when we're surrounded by negativity, it's really important to redress the balance by looking for things to be thankful for. So every day as you review the day, take time to think of three things that you can thank God for. And if you live with someone, share your three things with them because then you'll be mutually encouraged and that will lift you out of the doldrums. Tip number eight, journaling. As Shrek says, it's better out than in. Different context, same principle. All those swirling thoughts in your head need to be brought out into the light so that you can gain perspective. And journaling is an excellent way to do this. Just write down all your thoughts that are going on. And uh, then once you've done that, bring them to God and talk to him about, about your thoughts and help him gain, help, help that which will help you gain perspective as you ask him. Um, it's what David does in the Psalms. So write your thoughts, get some perspective, connect with God, which brings us nicely onto point number nine. Read your Bible and pray. 
Research tells us that people who do read their Bible and pray each morning are much more emotionally healthy. This is because you're grounded on something true, something solid, and it has an ancient history attached to it. So it's a really good way of grounding yourself. Remember what Jesus said to Martha. You are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is important. And that one thing was to connect with Jesus, to sit at his feet and to listen. So each time, take time to pray. And uh, on that note, I will hand over to Steve to do tip number 10. Tip number 10 is breath prayers or breathe prayers. Find some time in your day when you can practice this simple practice. Good to have a particular time, but actually you can do this anytime. And it is really powerful in giving us relaxing us and helping us to focus on God. It works like this. Choose a phrase that you like, one phrase, one word that you know is true about God or you're something you're really needing. For example, you might say, God, you are my peace. Or God is good. His love endures forever. Then take a big, deep breath. And as you breathe out, say that phrase and repeat it. Eat with each breath for perhaps five minutes. But as I said, if you can only do it for one minute or 30 seconds, do it. It's so powerful. So let's do this now, but just for a minute or so. We're going to say God is good and his love endures forever. So do this with me wherever you are now. We're going to actually going to say you are good because we're talking to God and your love endures forever. So breathe in. You are good and your love endures forever. 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 You are good. Your love endures forever. And we could go on doing that, but I hope you began to feel a sense of relaxation. Maybe you were laughing because this was on video and camera, but it is actually very calming and connects us as we think about it with the goodness and love of God and gives us perspective in our stressy moments. We're just about to end. We, at the moment, we're focusing so much on the coronas, coronavirus. But you do, do you know what a corona actually is? In Latin, it means crown. So as we hear that word, let's use, that, use it to focus on the one who really has the crown on his head, Jesus who is the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And he is going to take us out of this, out of this crisis, so we can find his peace and his joy at this time. 